Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Bikini Body Podcast. I am your host, Allegra Paris. And I'm your co-host, Dalton Evans. And you're my best friend. Hey, bestie. <laughs> um, I'm starting to feel like this is the only way that we're going to hang out. I know. I've literally <laughs> been so hard to like try to get together. Like I, This is actually the first time I've seen you in, I think, a Since week and a half. last time. Yeah. Everyone's like, how's Dalton? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to see him on the pod. Like, I know. <laughs> otherwise, we'll make time over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. But like... We will travel. This is our hangout. This is our hangout with you guys. This is our hangout together. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's like a communal thing. Yeah. Okay, good. You know, maybe we should bring some wine into this next time. I could be down. It's time. I'm down. A little Chardonnay. I'm, yes. Mid, midweek. A little well, end of Blanc, week. Even oh. though I already got into that last night. Yeah. We'll, we'll unpack it all. Really quick, guys. If you are just tuning in, I am a virtual personal trainer and nutrition coach with a background in stretch therapy because we are going to talk about recovery today. And I also am a fitness model and I don't know swimsuit model sometimes I am Dalton Evans I am a digital marketing strategist I focus on uh, architects real estate developers a lot of creative uh, industries and some health and wellness love love okay today guys we're talking we decided we're doing two topics per episode because we talk too much and it gets too crazy our topics today are gonna be recovery what it really is and why it's important. And the second topic is adjusting your diet for weight loss. Let's unpack the, I say unpack. <laughs> oh my God, you know, I've just went to therapy. We're unpacking it. <laughs> so sad. Oh, geez. It's kind of okay. like a therapy session. We yeah. can make it therapy. Oh my gosh. How are you feeling today? <laughs> Wait, really, really fast. I was with a client, like a virtual client. And as soon as we get into the workout, he's telling me about like his love life. And I go, so how does that make you feel? And I'm like, in that moment, it all hit. I'm like a therapist slash trainer. I feel like fitness is, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last time, like crying on the treadmill, like yes. fitness can be your therapy yep. in, in so many aspects. So, oh my gosh, yes. Okay, okay, let's talk about recovery. First thing, I'll say what I th- it really is to me. And then I want you to say what you feel like it is or what it's been for you in your life. So guys, I am telling everybody, recovery is not resting on the couch. It is not being inactive or immobile. It's actually the opposite. You need to actually move your body, drain lactic acid, get yourself to a place where you're no longer feeling soreness, tightness. You know, you're not like feeling uh, weird and and things hurt. No, your recovery day is actually going to involve movement. It's going to involve things like massages, hot, cold therapy. We're going to get into all that. But my, my feeling of recovery and what I tell my clients is it's going to be like a yoga day, maybe even some floor Pilates. It's going to be a long walk. It's going to be a stretch class. It's going to be shopping. It can be, you know what? Yes. Okay. That's because you're moving, you're moving, you're, you're bending down, looking at, come on. Someone's like, I'm tired. And you see them like getting sacks and they're just ripping. Like yep. they're down on their knees looking at socks. Like, oh, like, come on. <laughs> okay. So that's like my maybe unpopular opinion of recovery. I don't actually think it's like laying down on the couch, but you say yours. I think it's the same. I think like recovery, recovery for me is like going up on the treadmill and just walking, like even being on my phone, being on TikTok, listening to a podcast for a good like 45 to 60 minutes. Cause then I'm not just like sitting, sitting around to me. Recovery has always been just like continuing to move your body you should move your body every single day in some aspect. Yeah. Again, whether it's like shopping, walking around, just doing something to keep moving. I feel like if you're just like laying and being dormant, not that we don't all need that sometimes, but I feel like for your body and for your health, for your mental health, just move get up and move but also the sad reality is guys think about what you do when you work from nine to five or whatever your hours are what are you doing you're freaking sitting you're sitting my ass sorry that's your recovery (laughs) like you're typing out an email that's your recovery because you know what you're gonna all my clients are like hey 
like I have some clients in their forties, three different men that have told me that this is the best they've ever felt in their whole life. They said, it's because I literally am moving nonstop. They're like, I used to sit at a desk all day and now I'm like actively walking around, standing up, moving, draining lactic acid, training, weight training, this, that, they're doing their hot, cold therapy. They're like, this is the best. This is the fittest I've ever been. And I'm like, that's why I won. I love debunking the age thing. Like you think you're older and you just can't be fit anymore. That kills me because we now live in 2023 and it's unfortunately only going to get worse with like AI and everything. You're now going to have to look at your job. Like you're sitting in your rest and on your Saturdays and Sundays, you're moving. And everyone's like, do you work out seven days a week? I'm like, yeah because I need like seven hours. But I feel like also like a working out seven days a week is not always just like getting into the gym, picking up your yeah. weights, like moving. It's not. I know. I'm like, guys, I don't believe in hit. I don't do any hit at all. I literally hate hit. No, we're not, <laughs> doing, we're not doing hit. I hate the burpee. People like, text me and they're like, let well, me not. people text me and they're like, I, like, I just don't want to do hit. I'm like, guys, because I'm now training people in their 30s and 40s and I go for longevity. Like we don't need to jump and twist and turn and kick and push. Like we don't need to do. I feel like I'm about to hurt myself. It. Like honestly, it's not worth like a messed up knee, you no, know? And no. I now sit and train so many people that are like products of like CrossFit. I'm not going to hate on CrossFit because everyone's going to kill me, but they'll be like, yeah, I've been doing all these like squat, push, <laughs> press jumps. And now I have to like help recover them. And I'm not even a physical therapist. And I'm like, oh, this like is- how are your knees? Like, like I, how are yeah. your knees doing? I'm like, they're probably not doing that. They're great. probably not well. It's not great. Okay. So clearly you see our take on recovery and why we think it actually does involve movement. But the first thing I want to talk about really quick is tools. What are the tools you're going to use for your recovery? You can go and buy things like a Theragun, spend some money. I love a Theragun. It promotes blood flow, stimulates your brain, tells your brain that you're more loose than you are. Like certain, like it's going to say, hey, look, we just, I'm not doing a good job of explaining this. But basically, (laughs) basically with a Theragun, it's percussive therapy. It's rushing blood flow to those areas. And it's telling your body through something called Golgi tendon organs. It's very fancy terms. It's called what? (laughs) There's little things that run through your muscle called Golgi tendon organs. When you saw the muscle <laughs> it, sh- it shoots messages to your brain that says hey look we just loosened up this muscle let's use it let's increase the range of motion not to be like nerdy for a second so i love a theragun but hey if you're like i don't want to spend that right now you know what i tell people to do get in the bathtub especially my men they're all like oh my hamstrings don't go straight i'm like well when's the last time you, you like stretch your hamstring or like took a bath and they're like, I don't know, like never touch your toes. And you know how many men (laughs) I have like sitting in their tubs now, like reaching for their toes and doing like hamstring stretches in the bathtub. Like there's so many things you can do. Cold tub, hot tub therapy, Theragun. So uh, percussive therapy, a massage, you can go just get a massage, right? That can be part of your recovery day. Just walking, like you said, stretching, raising your arms up and down, getting blood flow moving through the body, helping to drain lactic acid, uric acid, all of these things that are also causing inflammation and just like tightness in the body. So that's kind of our focus. Those are your tools. I want to know about the hot and cold. Like how do you, how do hot and cold affect your muscles? You know how there's like this funny trend? (laughs) The cryo like chambers? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So like, I've just noticed like on Instagram, there's like a, a large amount of like older men, like in bathtubs together. <laughs> Wait, what? What's your feed? <laughs> that is not it's my like, feed. I go on and it's like a lot of the guys I follow, like they're all just in like cold plunges together. Just like light, like lit up, like having the time of their lives. And I'm like, we, are we just like starting some kind of thing where like, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> like one of my guy friends is like in like Antarctica, like in the cold water, like doing his cold plunge. I don't know. You know what? We're going to Antarctica. Like, 
<laughs> the point is so many people are getting so into these cold plunges. Is that the ice baths? Ice it's just, bath. Yeah. So Oof. a lot of people do an ice bath. They're like, guys, it's the equivalent to a cup of coffee in the morning. It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Once, heard a, that. once again, it's going to increase your heart rate, get your met metabolism burning. It's going to shorten your muscles, which people don't always know this, but basically your muscle lengthens and shortens, right? Because yeah. like this, the more it goes in and out, in and out, the more blood is going to pump through. Think about something that pushes air in and out of something or through something. And think about that as blood. Or like if you put something in water and then push it through water and how the water molecules like, yep. I might be doing a terrible job. You know, I was no, thinking about this earlier. I'm like, how am I going to explain this to people? Anyways, you shorten your muscle groups. You put, you get into a cold plunge and then I'm always like, okay, now get into a warm shower or bath. Cause then you can lengthen your muscle back out. That's going to flush blood through those areas. And when you do things like that, that's going to help promote like so many different things. But if you have injury, it's going to bring more oxygen to those areas, more oxygen to the muscles. Like so many things are happening. That's going to help you. Do you take cold showers? I am the biggest wimp. You will, <laughs> you will never see me anywhere near any of this. No, I'm I literally tried you. it when we were living together and like your apartment and everyone was like, I'm on TikTok and I was like, you got to do it. So I like get in your, I like get in your shower, like turn it to cold, like put a big toe in, like take it back out. And I'm like, okay, back to hot. Like, like, listen, everyone has their oh preference. God, no. When I used to do tone house workouts, like religiously, so I would do their like 40 degree bath after. Now, did I feel like it did anything for me? Unfortunately, no, I didn't love it. I'm like a heat person. So I do a lot of baths. So I'll like strength train and be so sore. I'll get in the bathtub like two days later and I'll do all my stretches in the tub. I'm like a crazy person. I know we like salts. working and all of a sudden it's just like silent in the apartment. I'm like, you like, just hear you like splashing in the tub, like a robot like comes out of your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like for me that works, then I feel that looseness the next day. I'm just so not into the shortening and freezing everything, but people love it. Like look it up. There's so many benefits to it. That's going to be a more like affordable option, I guess. Right. Other than the Theragun, but I still am obsessed with the Theragun. Yeah. I think it's a more um, efficient version of stretching because you're just getting every muscle loosened up, ready to go all the above. Stretching is going to be like a more old fashioned form of it. So there's static stretching where you just hold a pose, hold a pose, hold a pose. That's good to do when you're trying to wind down like before bed. Um, and then there's something called like progressive dynamic stretching or just dynamic stretching, which is movement stretching, which you want to do before an exercise. So if you're going to go for a run, don't do static stretching, do the dynamics. So like leg swings, arm swings, rather than just pulling my arm across and doing like a shoulder stretch. Does this make sense? How, how does that change your muscle? Like how are those two different stretches <sighs> different? Like when you're holding and when you're not, it's not going to be a make it or break it at all, but the holds are going to be a little bit more of like a, like a deeper stretch telling your, well, it could be that, but it's also telling your body. It's like a slower movement, slow twitch, hold deeper stretch. You're right. Right. So maybe I'm lengthening things. And then if I go for a run, all of a sudden I could pull something. Yeah. The dynamic movements might increase. Maybe they'll wake up like your fast twitch muscle group or your fast twitch. They'll send their like you're waking things up with movement and you're going to slowly increase range with each move. Cause then you're going to go for a run where you're moving again. Does that make sense? Totally. It's not like make it or break it. Okay. You don't need to like change your stretching routine, but I'm just saying all this stuff. Cause I had to study it for a little while. Then you have stretching. What else? What other tools? Regular massage. My last thing in regular massage is like, it's cool. It's good. You're going to love it. You're going to be great. But the next day you might be tight again. People I'm are always like sore. I mean, if it's yeah. a good massage, like if it's a deep massage, I'm sore because anything you're not doing consistently is not going to be the results that you want. Right. You need to work out consistently. You need to stretch consistently. People are always like, well, I stretched last week. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I stretched great. two months ago and I'm yeah. tight. What's I'm like, going on? Exactly. It's the same deal. So you need to be doing all your rehab all the time too. 
Um, okay, so yoga and Pilates, mostly yoga. I really look at yoga as recovery, even in athletic yoga, like the end of the day, you're just recovering and conditioning yourself. The goal is never really like calorie burn people. That's unpopular opinion because people are like, no, I do that every day. And hey, if you have like your diet down to a T and you do your yoga and you're happy with how you look and everything, amazing. But I do tell people on like the weekend, if it's their day off, go do a yoga class. And I'm like, wait, but it's my day off. I'm like, uh-uh. Go to your yoga, <laughs> go to yoga class. Like, you better get in the studio. In the grand scheme of things, it's like, guys, we are sitting so much. Like, you can go do your yoga. Yeah. I really like to expo- like explore with my clients, like pushing them in ways they never thought that they could go. And they always can. I love taking these like women, maybe they like just had a baby or maybe they're, they've had multiple kids or they haven't trained in forever. And they like, look at me and they, they talk themselves down every time I first meet them. And they say, Hey, should I go get my two pound weights? Like, no, what? No, go pick a fives. Okay. And I get them ready and we start the workout and they're so good. Like from childhood, maybe it's because they took, they went to gym class or they played sports as kids, but like, they're so good always. And I'm like, look at you. And they're like, yeah, these fives are easy. I'm like, yeah. I feel like people don't realize like how strong you actually are. And a lot of it is just mental. And it's like, I've noticed that with myself, like even with, I literally hate cardio, but I like make myself do it when I need to do it. When I think I'm like going to go down in speed is like just talking to yourself, like being your own cheerleader and being like, you actually can do anything. Yeah. And I feel like that's where people start to really like get disconnected where it's a self-confidence. Like yeah. you have to have confidence. You have to believe in yourself. And it grows your confidence. Cause you're like, wait, I just like ran four miles. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Totally. I love seeing that. And particularly older adults that almost have like this feeling of age is taking them over and they'll never do this or that. And then I'm like, you ready to move up to <laughs> graduate to higher weights? Grab those 50s. Let's go. By the second session, they're like, this is too light. I'm like, okay. Right. It's because they've been picking up a kid. They've been doing other things. I'm like, guys, yeah. yeah. Like, hello, welcome. So anyways, I just love to push people in a way that I know that they can handle it because I do watch them when they train in the first session. Before you met me or like before we did recovery together, what were you doing? I don't think I was recovering. I think I was literally just like lifting and then like going to bed. Like, I don't think I was. And then over like over time, knowing you, learning more about fitness. um, And Blake. In general and Blake. Tell people about Blake quick. So my partner, uh, he is a choreographer and he also specializes in technique and refinement and almost like recovery for... um, I think dance for just dancers. involves recovery because it's so intense. So he is like so big on, he's big on massages. He loves his Theragun. He's also, he, I mean, he's huge on stretching, yoga, Pilates, like yeah. literally everything we talked sauna about. Sauna blanket. Sauna blanket. He loves the sauna blanket, the sauna. Wait, you need to tell us a really small story about this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, I live with Dalton and his boyfriend for the, how many years? Three years. Three years. Four and years. I would like come and like, we lived in New York City in a little box, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd walk in and <laughs> hear someone, like Dalton wouldn't be home and he'd be like, hey. And I'd be like, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk in like, where are, and I like look down and he's like mushed in this like <laughs> big plastic blanket Literally thing. on the floor. And he's like, Hey, I'm in my sauna blanket. I'm like, okay, I, <laughs> I'm going to go to my room. Literally hate that thing to death. Oh my God. I want to throw it out. I, Oh God. It, no, we should have him on a and we'll talk about it. I, I feel like people would love that thing though. It makes him sweat. I mean, it makes you sweat like you're in a sauna. So he loves it because he gets in, he does a 45 minutes and he's just like drenched in sweat. And I actually notice like he always comes out and his face like looks thinner, like mm. thinner because you're losing that water weight. Like yeah. if you were to sit in a sauna. So he like swears by it. I'm like, just get rid of that thing and go sit in the sauna. <laughs> so it literally funny. makes my house smell so disgusting. He like mushes his body into it. It's just his little head hanging uh, out. I'm like, hi yeah. Blake, like, <laughs> how's your day? It's like his little like 45 minutes of like peace. So I'm like, okay, you can have it. He's like watching TV. <laughs> like, hey you. Yep. 
You're like oh making God. rags. He's going to die like... at this when he listens. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We need to move on. Let's talk food. Oh, yeah. Recently, I was talking to a family member and she was trying to lose weight for summer. And it's like, we're, we're here. And she felt like she's plateauing. She's like, I'm eating the same thing. She was telling me about her snacks. She was telling me about her eating. Um, and I started talking to her about weight loss, but like how to actually make that happen with the amount of food, what she's eating, snacking, and so on. People are trying to get into like their summer pod. Yeah. How are we like eating? How are we changing well, our eating habits to make that happen? Well, first I want to say one thing to make some people feel better. Guys, you know how everyone says you need to prepare like months ahead before summer? I want everyone to know that this week alone, I got like five new clients because everyone panics at this time. They go, oh my God, I have to get in a swimsuit next week. Like I'm dropping 1500 pounds right now. <laughs> So just so you know, if you're listening and you're Me like, included. oh my God, I'm like so last minute, like the whole, the, the whole world is, and it's totally fine. And I think the warm weather encourages this behavior of like, you know, cleaning up your diet. Cause you just don't want to eat as much when it's hot out. I've noticed that living here. Basically like what is the dieting around weight loss in particular? Like we won't yep. even really talk about building muscle. We'll talk about like just cutting body fat. We'll have some tips. Let's start with like three tips before just talking about it. Cause I've been doing this with a lot of clients. The first one's going to be replacing, not removing. I will never tell you to just remove food and starve. No, but we can replace things. So some things have to go. Sorry. And I'll have a client like maybe send me their entire day of eating. I'll wait till it's done. Maybe I get two days and we'll say, Hey, these are what you're going to replace with this. If you want to see body fat decrease and you want to see like a toner, tighter ab arms tight. Women always want their arms tighter, you know, behind the arms. An example would be like a woman showing me her diet, having pretty large amount of carbs at each meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. She's having protein waffles in the morning. Fine. Um, lunch is still going to ha have granola, which we're going to change. And then dinner had like a huge thing of rice. And I was like, hey, listen, let's try to only do, because you're a sedentary person, you're sitting all day, let's only do two meals with carbs and one with none. And by none, I mean no simple, like starchy things, but like you can still go ahead with some veggies, some whatever, broccoli, cool. Point being, we're going to replace. So I'll show them kind of how to maybe replace. So we'll go back to the beginning. They'll have their breakfast with the waffles. I'll say, hey, add one egg and like two to three egg whites. Yep. slap them right on the side. Now you're like full from breakfast and you just got a lot of protein in. You're fuller. So now when lunch comes, you don't really need that huge thing of the granola. You're not that hungry. So you're going to have the yogurt and maybe it's going to be... You could find like a fat-free yogurt. Like Blake loves to Fat-free yogurt to keep the fat it's like down. It's a Greek yogurt. Sure. And it actually is like zero fat, but yeah. it's got like 30 grams of protein. Like it's huge Good. amount of protein. So and it's like... Maybe you even add a little more of the yogurt and then you're going to cut that granola because most of the time granola is really sugary and kind of annoying. Maybe there's a side of just like a cracker that you're going to add. Like yeah. I'll just have crackers sometimes at lunch because my dinner has no carbs. Mm -hmm. By that, I mean, I'm going to do like a lot of... So I've been doing like sausage and peppers, which is like kind oh, of aggressive. I love sausage and peppers. Mine seems like being in Kid. My mom easy. Would just, like, cook it up. Yeah. I'll buy like a pre-cooked turkey sausage, chop that thing up, add a lot. Like I'm eating large portions and I'll do like tons of peppers. If that's like not enough, cause I had a client, she was like, there's ways to work around it. Maybe doing like a, a little bit of sweet potato instead of like a huge thing of rice. That's going to bring your carbs down a sweet lot. Potato. And, and other ways is like a low carb wrap, adding like half a little wrap. I have these 80 calorie wraps. You add half of that's 40 calories. Like there's all these ways. So point being with that, I'm going to keep it short is replacing, not removing. And it's most of the time. I'm going to be replacing a carb or a fat with a with protein protein. Yeah. And aiming for your macro. We talked about that in the first episode, your protein macro to always be the highest. That's what I was telling her last night. We were talking on the phone and I was just like, you have to start learning your foods. And like what's been easiest for me for that is getting into a routine of eating really similar things. She was like, well, I like to like have different dinners and have different things. So I'm like, well, when you're learning for me, it was easier to have a routine. Like this is what I'm gonna have for breakfast. I've always, I've literally had the same thing for breakfast for yeah. maybe 
like seven years. We have. It's like my I have my egg whites. I have my wrap. Maybe I have turkey bacon with it. And I always put mayo with my eggs. Yep. And if I know I'm going to be putting yep. the mayo with the eggs, I'm not going to use the yolk because I'm going to get the fat from the mayo. And so Boom. I'm just replacing. I'm like getting into a routine but where you you're keep, learning. You keep one yolk. Why? Honestly, for like the nutrition. Yes. Everyone thinks so like proud. you're going to remove, like if you remove all the yolk, there's no nutrition or whatever. But it's like, I still want that nutrition and it's healthy fat. So it's not like I'm eating really bad and saturated fats or whatever. Totally. I try to get like a good mayo. But anyway, yeah. you want to still have like some of that nutrition. So if I'm going to add a yolk Beautiful. in, maybe I don't do so much of the mayo, but enough that like I'm still going to be within my macros for my fats and I can still enjoy what I'm eating. See guys, so he's plugging and playing. So he's reaching all his numbers in the right way, but he's still like having his cake and eating it too. Which yeah. I still think this podcast should be called that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're literally still getting what you want. Yeah. That's it. Like I hate And it still is going to taste good. I, I hate salad. You'll never catch me having a salad. We're the worst with greens. Oh honestly. my God. Like I was, what was I, where was I? I was like, just with I did have a salad last night. So well, <laughs> you, you probably made a good one. You do good salads, but like well, I was with a group and it was like the guys, the guy that I was with had got a salad and I got, I got like a big sandwich with like <laughs> bacon on it. And I was like, whoa, but I just know how to balance my macros. Right. And so I knew that I could still have that sandwich because I knew what I was going to do with my other two meals. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But okay, so that was the first point. Second point is protein, protein, protein. It's always going to make you look amazing, tone and tighten you, feeds your muscles. Anything else? Simplifying your meals. How cutting down, simplifying. Um, Last point. Yeah. Let's talk. Oh, let's talk. Guys, I am like at the anti, I don't believe in snacking. I don't like when my clients ask me what they can have for a snack. I say nothing. <laughs> no they say snack. instead, I said, well, would you have a breakfast? Well, like one, I had one egg. No, no, have five. Like actually have five egg whites and yep. one yolk. You're not going to want your snack. I'm not telling you to starve yourself and not eat a snack. I'm saying, girl, more, more yeah. at those meals. So basically I'm, what I'm saying to you guys is more food at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Do not snack. Why? It's going to be too confusing in your brain to quantify everything that you're consuming. And we don't want you on my fitness pal, but if you're snacking, you're going to have to be, cause you're like typing every little yeah. detail in point being, that's why I'm pushing the end. I'm the anti-snack and just adding protein to all your meals. It goes back to everything else we just said. Do you feel like you can do that pretty well? Like work from home wise for me? Yeah. I personally just won't buy the snacks. Like Blake mm -hmm. would always buy the snacks. Like he was always like the crackers and the hummus. And I would like get my fingers in and like, mm -hmm. and it's like, if I don't buy it, I won't eat it. When I'm grocery shopping every week, I just have to make sure that like, okay, I'm getting my like core, like whatever. So yeah. my breakfast, my lunch, if I am buying lunch and I want a snack, I'll end up buying like the sliced turkey or like yeah, the yeah. deli meat. And then I'll just, you know, roll up like some turkey and then eat that. That'll be my snack. It's probably also like your lunch. You kind yeah. of find, cause sometimes yeah. when work from home, you're not even that hungry at lunch. You end up having like a snacky lunch yeah vibe. especially for meeting late like typically my first meal is like between 11 and like noon yeah not because i'm like do, trying to do like you know intermittent fasting which maybe that's a topic for another time oh but my god that's the next one just because it's like i i mean we've talked about this all the time i always feel like my brain like when i wake up is sharp until i eat my first meal and then i'm like okay so interesting like, I eat and then I'm feeling like a little bit lethargic, not like full, but just I'm not as sharp. So I try to like eat my meal a little bit later in the day so that I can like really bang out a lot of work in the morning. It's such, that's such a good point. I've had multiple people say that to me. One more thing I want to say that stuck with me this week is I had a client say that her mom looked at her and said, your trainer is so right that she's telling you to kind of study and memorize a few different like macro profiles for your food or AKA study and memorize the fats, carbs, and proteins in a lot of what you're eating. She said, because if I had done that and I had done, put that work into myself as a younger person, she said, I would be so much better off. She like struggled with some stuff, 
So she's like, it's so great that you're just taking that time now. So like, guys, I know it sounds so crazy, important. but like, if you can do it now, you'll take it the rest of your life. Like these, you'll, the protein in an egg is not going to change. I mean, honestly, the world's a crazy place. Who knows what's going to happen yeah. but for now? <laughs> no, closing I was just going to say, I mean, closing statements. I mean, I was, I was just going to go off of what you were saying, but like, cause now I teach my Nana, I teach my mom, I teach just my family members about that. And it's like, no one really has any idea about like, you know, what's in the food they're eating or you can't have this much protein. Maybe you can't have this much fat. Why am I not losing weight? And it's like, now that we are learning this at such a young age like i feel like it will shape generations after yes. just to be more conscious of like what we're eating and the more how you know. to eat the more you know and if you're a controlling person like the me more like you know. girl you need to know <gasps> like honestly if you are controlling are you just like perfectionist vibes like you want to know all this information it's so nice to know yeah guys because then you control a little bit more <laughs> yeah Lord. topics for next week guys i'm gonna touch on being a vegetarian and how to get your protein Ooh. that way because i had someone write in and that's a huge one let's talk about intermittent fasting and then guys please write in dm me at at allegra paris at allegra paris bikini body dm dalton at dalton t evans any questions you have let's chat. about us let's, let's chat. chat topics find if you want to ask more about blake poor blake yeah <laughs> <laughs> love you guys maybe you'll have them in here yes hey blake yes next week okay love you guys see you next love week guys. bye make sure to subscribe to us we are on spotify apple Podcasts. guys now we're on youtube as well it's just at allegra paris youtube channel 